grammar cop. Evening, everybody. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. We're, we're we're playing with new Streamyard toys. Uh, so while we're doing that and getting our new our new titles figured out, uh, why don't you go ahead and watch our kick-ass theme song? We'll be right back with you in just another minute for an episode of What's on Joe Mind. <laughs> Love is in the air. Let us be the first to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. Uh, enjoy your terrible bullshit holiday. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Joe wow. is already upset. So much Dear romance. God, man. <laughs> look, look. Speaking as somebody who, who tends to get into long-term relationships, okay? Uh-huh. I, I just don't like that there's a, a a holiday out there that is trying to to lay out for me the stuff that I'm doing anyway. Like, oh, you have to you have to pay attention to the, to your significant other for a day. I mean, like, come on, I was already doing that. Give me a break here. I'm sure Wes does that for you. Yes. Right. He's so do you sweet. need Valentine's Day? No. Because every day is Valentine's Day. Dude, Wes put up a lovely post just today. I saw it. Right. Who knows what time it is? It's it's it was I think might have been yesterday, but February. Yesterday, 9th, yeah. What? No, it was one today, I'm pretty sure. All right, whatever. I didn't recognize the girl though. Oh, oh! oh! Yeah, she's my evil twin. Yeah, yeah. No, she, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's the good one. <laughs> right. I mean, she'd have to be, because, I mean, if Joe's the evil one and she has no goatee. Nope. That's it. I was she, had goatee, so. she had a goatee and she was driving Goliath. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone who wears fur is evil. It was, it was Darth Bolton. <laughs> you have a furry coat right behind you. It's not completely furry. It just has a little bit. Oh, I thought it I thought it was like low rent and the rest had shedded off. <laughs> it was no, made of nutria. It's not oh fur, Mark. God. It's human hair. She's trying to kill another polar bear. That's right. Yeah. But uh, she's back for the first time in a month. Yes. She's the hostess with the co-hostess. The queen of G.I. Joe cosplay. It's Joe Colton, everybody. Hello, everybody. So uh, ex explain to us your, your new title down there. <laughs> um, It's been an old title. Like, every once in a while, I'll get a guy that says, Hey, I thought you were a dude. You're like a woman. Do you even like collect? <laughs> like right. class I mean, there's, A. <laughs> there's usually there's usually two two decent hints about being a woman. You, you don't even have to talk to you about it. <laughs> right? I, I just anyways. It's the fan, the fan equivalent of do you even lift, bro? <laughs> right. Yes. Do you even collect sis? I should just carry around <laughs> like action figures and just like 
<laughs> do we do curls? Put a Cobra Commander 788 asks, does this mean we're not getting a What's on Joe Mind Valentine's card this year? I mean, um, it does. Uh, but you are going to get an Arbor Day card. I guess. It, it Really, we're, we're more an Arbor Day kind of show. <laughs> oh, my God. We are. It's our birthday. Arbor Day. It's the unofficial What's on Joe Mind birthday. Yes. I mean, I guess you'd have to be on the program once in a while to know that. I would, yes. So in honor of you being back, I just want to say, hello, Ms. Lady. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Hello. <laughs> nice. putting, the, putting the dough in her condo. <laughs> 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 but uh, with me in the top row, he's the former head of marketing for the GI Joe brand at Hasbro. He's the not quite as angry has been. It's Mark Member. <laughs> well, it's, gotcha. been, it's been longer. Uh, right. So, but uh, yeah, another uh, another one of those weeks at the Big H. Uh, nobody I was, nobody I really knew, and uh, but to be honest, I mean, some of it's attrition. Sometimes people leave them just for the, for their own good or by choice, but my uh, my list of Hasbro friends is a lot shorter than it used to be. Right. So I, I think they all got through uh, just fine. So happy, to, or if, if they didn't, I haven't heard about it. So happy that happy that my crew is okay. So there you go. Right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, and sorry to the folks that are not part of your crew that are not okay. Absolutely, not not to minimize that, but. No, no, of course not. But when you hear when you hear it's coming, you're you know you're pulling for the boys and girls. So right, right, right. And uh, in the bottom row, he's our resident shiftless layabout. He's our uh, he's our comics expert with no comic specific show, because uh, frankly, we don't have comics for a couple of months, so it's like a yeah. reprieve. We got nothing. It's almost a stay of execution. Uh, we all guessed that we would know where the comic was going by now. We would all be wrong, uh, but he's rack time round. I'm just gonna gonna give uh, absorb vids absorb vids more ammunition with that weird blank wave. Thing, man, I got my point. Yeah, he's got the wave. You got yeah. the champion shirt. The baby wave. That's it. Joe's got the throat punch. We this, all got our thing. This is my specific <laughs> podcasting jersey. Yeah, I like it. It's it's just it's about the only time I wear that wear this shirt anymore is the two hours when we're doing the show. I, I didn't have it on all day today before quarter till nine. It's going to get switched out again at quarter after 11 or so, or probably earlier. So it's 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 kind of in semi-retirement now. Game try, try and pull it out for as long as possible to make it look like I never change my clothes to our fan. <laughs> hey, before this, like, he was wearing a medieval jerkin. They like consistency, man. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh, Doug Dello asks, does this mean Rack Time will start will restart the comic reviews when they start again? We've talked about that project with some other folks, and we'll keep you posted. Yeah. We have to have we've all, first. We've all we got our thing. Where the comics are coming from, or when they're going to arrive before we, before we make concrete plans. Mike does all the work. Rob does all the comics. I do Lazy Bastard Customs. Which we, still, uh, have, we still haven't done an episode of. Well, I know, but I got some, and I'm ready. I'm ready. Look, it isn't it isn't industrious bastard customs. It's lazy bastard customs. Uh, I gotta get to it. Uh, <laughs> and, and Joe's got creepy messages from Loser Town. 
So, right, which we've done. And, and, and this little cosplay thing she's going to start <laughs> looking in, in, into. In two years of, of shows on YouTube, we've done one episode of that show. Well, good, you don't want to do them live. It, I mean... You mean creepy guys can hit on Joe live? Right. No, it's, like it's, we, it's, we, we present them. them. It's your show. <laughs> so if that's what you'd like to do, by all means. But I kind of like that idea with Wes riding shotgun. That might be incredible. It could just, uh, be, just, he just look on his like face. putting rivets into jackets and just going, nope. <laughs> I think we're on to something here, man. Take your best <laughs> shot and see which one of the happy couple abuses you worse. <laughs> oh, I like this. See, you know, it's fun when we get together in a workshop like this. It's gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. It's, it's funny how we never managed to get this done before the show starts. We all have to <laughs> what You're what, seeing pre-show right now, kids. What time does the show start this week? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell Are you. Are we live? Let me know. Our, our start time is about as nebulous as our end time. Oh, Are last, we live? Should I put on Eternal Baseball Podcast. We did a full minute before I clicked the go live now button. It was really good. <laughs> you would you think by, that, yeah. by episode like 64, I would get that down. But eh, yeah, anyway. yeah, no. I mean, here we are. It's, this is big episode 250. Ooh. We're still learning stuff. I love it. I mean, you throw yeah. in what, however, 80 some special editions, and I don't know how many other one shot specials like JoeCon sit downs and and uh, you know, travel logs and things like that. I mean, God knows we're probably up close to 400 at this point. That's and right. it's never it's never a clean process. Are you, are you saying we're going to have to have two, you know, dual numbering like a Marvel comic? Ooh. It was no. start over. It's a new number one. No, I, no. We changed, I mean, we changed inkers. Right. We, we didn't, I didn't make a big deal out of 250 because we've got our anniversary coming up before too, too long. So... And and Lord knows any any of any number of other changes that'll hit the program between now and then. So I, I don't eh, no. And if you're scuffling out there for an anniversary present, ketchup flavored potato chips are always a good gift. I think that is the standard twelfth year anniversary present. I think, it is. I think if you go to Hallmark.com, it'll tell you that. Ketchup flavored <laughs> potato chips and other condiment based snackery. Twelve twelve years is uh is potato condiments. Um, it's, it's a very Irish kind of, anyways, uh, Torpedo Mike says everyone has an action feature. Can't wait for the what's on Joe mine figure line. Uh, when I was in college, ironic, funny enough, I actually did design a line of action figures based on, uh, me and my idiot friends. And we, it was, it was, uh, we, we had, we had a lot of fun with that. You, you would think that that would just be one of those things that, oh, the weird guy with the Marvel figures on his shelf. That's just something he's going to do. No, they all had ideas. Everybody <laughs> on that one. So you see what see what goes on there. Uh, Matt Rubin advises that honey mustard Pringles rock, by the way. I, I have not had those, but I'm sure they do. I'm, I'm, I'm very much in the pizza or cheddar cheese camp on Pringles. Uh, Nick Adams says, I'm hitting 20 years this summer. That's an anniversary. Congratulations. Uh, right. And I'm giving my wife a card that just says, you're welcome. <laughs> and signed, Superhead. Right. <laughs> Nick and Superhead. She married the right Adams. I'll give her that right. one. Got the one with the normal-sized head. Yeah. <laughs> Anna Davis says, honey mustard anything. Amen to that. I, I bought a, a bag of salad this past week. 
and I bought my favorite honey mustard dressing to go with it. And Racktime Rob, who of course lives here too, was like, meh, meh. I, just, mustard, I just said no thank you on the honey mustard dressing. And he ate all the cherry tomatoes. No, you ate all the cherry tomatoes. Well, I because I had a second salad the next day. Anyways. But uh they were good tomatoes. Absorb vids. Uh, I would buy that line. I, thank you. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Me and me and my idiot friends, it was uh, it was called tentatively the big action line. Uh making fun of the complete lack of action that we were all enjoying at the moment. <laughs> um but uh, speaking of Torpedo, Torpedo Mike, who finds all this incredibly entertaining, um, I'd save this for a shout-out, but it's too special for that. That little girl is seven today. Hey! Yay! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to Torpedo Mike's youngin, who we don't want to give names for. Torpedo girl. Right. Ute? Torpedo. Ute? Torpedo. Is she a ute? She's a ute. What is a ute? She's a ute. Uh, Matt Rubin, I mean, sea nugs and honey mustard, right? It's either honey mustard or ranch. No. Oh, no. Honey mustard, honey mustard is fine, but uh, hot mustard is the way to go with McDonald's sea nugs. No. Hot mustard or sweet and sour? I disagree. Sweet and sour. All the way, 100%. You dip fries in sweet and sour. It's that good. I mean, you put, uh, yeah, that sweet and sour is, yeah. I mean, it's top shelf. But hot mustard, hot mustard is number two for me after sweet and sour. Woohoo! It's not that hot, so I don't. Better not be. Uh, Nick Adams, I, I already assume she's plotting my death for the insurance. Just want to help her not feel guilty about it. That's that's good of you. That's Pretty quality. Big of him. It's good time. It's a lot of foresight. And telling you. Uh, Firefly says, my first Lazy Bastard custom for Joe Customs was pouring honey mustard on 2003 Mirage. Sadly, I've forgotten the context. <laughs> oh, you, is it really necessary, though? <laughs> As I recall, in 2003, there were plenty of Mirage figures around. Like, dude, that right. came out every line. Like, come on. Right. Uh, you know, sometimes, and then we got a, what, a clear one somewhere along the line? He was never that good a fig or a character. Like we didn't need twelve of them. Yeah, no, he they was had a mold, and they were going to wear it out. He oh. was a nothing character, but they had him handy, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, David Allen says we had a big bump in subscriptions this week. Uh, kinda, we we had an okay bump in subscriptions. Uh, we need we need some more. The goal is twelve hundred by Valentine's Day. We're running out of time. We we had a, a zero day today, so that that's never good on a show day. We should be be gathering them up yeah. so please uh continue to spread the word just share like share subscribe do all those cool youtube things uh, if you're on facebook uh share us in your your various groups and and travels and you know get get all the metrics working in our favor there if you're catching us on podbean or, or anywhere where you get your audio uh podcasts uh, write us a review give us give us five stars because we'll we'll look at you very very sad with big eyes if you don't Kind of creepy. Yeah, kind of. That's all right. That's all right. 
I don't I don't do Just picture this in velvet. Right. What is that? Velvet? This is beautiful. <laughs> uh Payne's toy sample says evening all. Well, evening to you. Ma major pain. Right. Come on. All right, we got your comment up. Go away. There we go. So what do you say? We've wasted a quarter hour of everybody's hard-earned time. Why don't we go ahead and get ourselves into community calendar? Cobra's crazy weather patterns just swallow up my signals. <laughs> Shipless layabout. Shipless layabout. Magic. Your it's eyes got magic. so big. <laughs> They're like dinner plates. Yeah, we changed some things <laughs> up, Joe. She just text Avery down there. Uh, our 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 fine fan Absorbids has has given us the gift of some some extra intros for community calendar to use at our leisure, and so that is. That is one of them, and and you saw there at the end. Uh, this time he did include the uh... <laughs> Joe needs a stronger drink. Yeah, yeah, we kind of all do after that one. You got that right, dear. <laughs> well, I wasn't aware I did mushrooms today. No, <laughs> snuck him in on you. But uh, but no, it's if if you have a, a show local regional. Hell, even national, because I'm not paying that much attention to that stuff yeah, right now. Um, let us know. Send us to what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. In fact, if you've got any correspondence for us here at the program, whether you've got a question you want to know, you've got show ideas, you've got uh, a far more coherent and sane mm -hmm. intro for community calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Although, good good luck beating those, because I, I, I love them. I absolutely love them. Not, not that the original one was bad. I like that one too, but I just think it's amusing that one that one fan out there is, is just keeps sending us his descent into madness. Right. <laughs> I like that we're being chronicled for this. Yeah, no, we're, you know, we're chronicling him. Right. <laughs> See how bad it gets. So crazy. You're you're just you're you seem genuinely bothered when the that the giant Ricondo head showed up behind you in that one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. Like, at all. <laughs> it's like really creepy. <laughs> oh, so thank you, Absorbent. Uh, uh, he's he's here on YouTube as well. So if you've got a minute, go check out his channel. Don't thank you. I, I don't oh, think he's that in, uh, he's in the watch time time. Right, he's he's here tonight. I don't I don't think that everything else is quite that psychedelic. I think you're okay there. Okay. I think it'd be okay. See what I did? I Because I collect toys. I have a bunch of tiny cardboard boxes laying around. I wrote birthday shout out to remind myself. On a hey, there you go. So, <laughs> did, I just did not want to mess miss that one. Did not. Absolutely not. So anyways, first up on the old calendar. Stuff that nightmares are made of. Yeah. And speaking of nightmares, it's Pixel Dan. 
Anyways. Oh, poor no, Dan. That's not Beautiful <laughs> Dan. He's a sweetheart of a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he And as the uh, picture tells you, he is an author and a YouTuber. And he will be in Toyhio tomorrow, at mm-hmm. Toyhio, uh, from 11 to 4. He will have copies of his new, uh, quite definitive Masters of the Universe book on hand that you can purchase, and he will sign, and it'll be a, a tidy little transaction all at one, one stop like that. Uh, so if you're anywhere around uh, uh, that that uh, that show, by all means, get yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Talk to Pixel Dan. Tell him what Sanjo Mind sent you. He probably won't understand what you're talking about at first, and then he'll be like, oh, right, right, I remember them. And then you give him a big hug. Oh, wait, wrong guy. No, that's yeah. Dave Draper. We give Dave Draper a big hug. We're not there yet. Next Toy Man's coming soon, because it, it, there's always a Toy Man that's not right. too far away. I think next week that pops back up on the calendar. Next up is Katsukon. And that's happening uh, February 17th through the 19th. That is next weekend. Uh, Joe Colton will not be on the program next week because of this. Um, Because she likes Katsukon more than she likes us. Yes. Yes. After that uh, community calendar intro, she might have a point. But, and I, I'll be there too as the official chaperone to right. make sure that, that she and Wes, you know, stay on their best behavior. Yes. Yeah. So uh, at Katsukan, Joe Colton, uh, obviously on Friday you'll be Wednesday, which yeah. is quite the quite the logic conundrum. <laughs> yes, it has been pointed out to me. <laughs> and then on Saturday you will be a comfortable, comfortably dressed in winter wear woman. I do not know what that that costume is all about. <laughs> But so you, that that you costume have a behind you. <laughs> yes, so that's the jacket, but it's a it's a new ish uh, iPhone game from Disney, um, and where Belle is a warrior, and it's called um, Mirrorverse. So there is a mirror version of Belle who is like evil. So I'm doing the the good Belle. Okay. So the, wait, the good bell comes with Skeletor's staff. Yes, yes, and she like I don't know if you guys can see, like she's got like a rose staff. Let me get you. Uh, let me get you in the. Oh, in the big. Never get it right the first time. Kind of self-serving, but okay. Yeah. So and in the game, apparently, like it lights up. So. We'll see. Yeah, you, got, you got to keep it down, like in front of your face, because otherwise it blends in with your background. Now, Joe, you are a queen of cosplay, so I, yeah. I hate I hate to be that guy. Go ahead. But uh, isn't that a little small? My staff is actually bigger. <laughs> I mean, I, I've heard that a thousand times. Action figure. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, now I got it. Okay. Yes. You've killed Mike, by the way. Oh, well. I mean, is there any... Is there any more off-told lie than my? I'll just roll, I'll just roll them over the side of the balcony. Nope. That <laughs> was such an easy joke, and it just got me. I'm not. <laughs> I was not ready. Uh, yes. <laughs> Normally, Wait. the easy ones don't catch me, but that one. That one <laughs> so riddle me this, and if this is uh, going too far behind the cosplay <laughs> mirror, let me know. Is your hair long enough to pull off Wednesday, Adams, or are you going to have... Uh, I have help? a wig. 
Okay, just checking. Yeah, because I didn't. I haven't done bangs since I was like ten. <laughs> I just didn't know if you were going to fully commit to Friday and then and uh, and do the do the you know. Oh no, we're not cut cutting hair your hair like that. Yeah, but yes, I have that outfit too. So it's like I will be just be walking around miserable. <laughs> <laughs> And then on Sunday, you appear to be an even more warmly dressed individual. <laughs> I, I'll be Yennefer because Wes is going to do Geralt from The Witcher. So okay, all right. Because I, I again, I, I don't, I, I do, I do a GI Joe podcast, so I don't, I'm not into a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I used to not be into Disney until like this past year and a half because friends have tricked me into like feeding me to watch movies until stinking phil that's right a, that's an that's interesting term you have for them friends. <laughs> well so julie came up with uh we could do like because she knows i like to cook so they were like oh we'll just make you cook and we'll do like interesting foods that we've never cooked before or thematic foods related to the movie which is weird because I can't do those ones since I haven't seen a lot of the movies. So, and now, now I have a crack dealer named Phil. There you go. Fortunately, <laughs> there are not a lot of Disney movies that involve cookies. Right. Yes, but there's always like something. I'm trying to think of the food themes of Disney movies. Uh, Nick Adams is with you there. He just really got into Power Rangers just now. Mm -hmm. It'd be fun, and the Lightning Collection figures are awesome. Oh yeah. So we'll, I, I guess they are. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not in, but gotta, gotta respect the work being done there. Yeah. Uh, GI Joe needs a themed cookbook. You, you know, oh, you're, not you're not wrong. Not wrong. If if we being a, a chef is is a big part of a major character's personality, mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think they could get away with that. Yep. Hey, a toy kind of mood says happy Friday, folks. I mean, we started 20 minutes ago. Where you been? Well, hello. He's busy, man. He's got a lot going on. So judgy oh, tonight. My God. I'm so judgy every night. Where you been? Yeah. We've I mean, been on the show like seven years now. Come on. <laughs> judgy is what brings these people back. It's the only thing I have. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. You, uh, hour one is the judgmental hour, right? And then sec second hour is the bitchy hour. So oh, okay. <laughs> like you've got the cosplay stuff. Marks Marks the Hasbro guy. Rob's the comic book guy. I'm the dude who hits all the buttons. I have no hook, so I have to try and be the funny one. That makes sense. That's all I have. That's all I've got. And that's all, huh? That and what? Fifty-eight beachheads. Where are we at? How many beach heads on that? That many. Your beachhead collection is a senior citizen. So you and I are tied or you're too behind on my red ninjas with your beachheads. Wow. I, I didn't think I was anywhere close. Yeah. You made it you made it sound like you have four hundred of them, so well, only of like the three and three quarter inch, the the specific ones were from retaliation. Okay, all right. So those I have sixty two. Because that's that's I I have other 
Like I've got the the Con Beachhead, and I've got a couple of the Night Force one that they did. And you count those? No. Okay. No, it is it is mere sixty of these Just guys. Just him. Yeah. yeah. Version one from '86. Version one. It's actually sixty-one. There's a zero. Oh. One I had when I was a kid is number zero. What number is the only one with the broken crotch? There's two of them. Oh, there's two? That yeah, one. there's two because uh, Jonathan Robinson sent me a second one. Oh, that's right. That's right. The, the broken crotch. So it's 10 and like 56 or 57. I forget what the other one. <laughs> and they're the, they're the jobber tag team. They, they are. They are. They are. Randy and Bill. Right. <laughs> they're, they're the dicks. That's it. You were the uh, from the ruthless aggression era. They're the multis. They'll be, ironically enough, they'll be the dicks. <laughs> but, um, that's what I do. That's I, I throw I, bumpers around. Like I know when a bumper's going to hit. Right. <laughs> Matt Rubin understands. Why speak when you can just put a yeah. push a button to answer? And He's Torpedo Mike is correct. I also have a fantastic head of hair. So, Joe Colton. Uh, yes. Um, are you just going to be wandering around? You got a booth? What's up with this? Uh, I'm just wandering around at this one. I didn't right. I didn't get a booth. What What is Katsukon? It's a, it started out as an anime convention, but a lot of people, because it's in the area, have brought in like Marvel or like there's been G.I. Joe groups that we've done. Um, so it's like basically anything. So, so you're, you're saying is you could have done G.I. Joe cosplay at this show. You just chose not to. Yes. Because that would be like plugging the damn show or something. Yes. Because we don't do that. Yes. No. No. I think Bitchy is supposed to be second hour, but go ahead. I'll allow it. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> we're just got to know where we're at on this. I, I, I need my notes from the rundown. I think Mark might right. be right. Yeah. You're getting ahead of yourself here. Anything that brings up. You know, plug the damn show. We have to, we have to make sure that we get a, get that on alert. Hey, you think we can get a plug the damn show jingle? The last time I did, uh, I did Scarlet at Katsucon was right before the pandemic. So, so like four years ago was the last time you wore a GI Joe costume in public. At at this con, well, it was three years ago, but yeah, <laughs> jerk. Because Katsukon, the last one was at 2020, right before the pandemic. So. All right, fair enough. Next up, we got a brand new show. Uh, Andrew Harrison sent us the info on this one. The Indiana Retro Expo. That's going to be on March 11th in Seymour, Indiana. That's down south of here, uh, close to Bloomington. That's uh, that's the town that uh, John Cougar, John Cougar Mellencamp calls home, Seymour, Indiana. But uh, check him out on Facebook. Like I said, it's the first con uh, under this title. Uh, so Lord knows, I, I know they've got a lot of st- a big room planned and a lot of other stuff planned. And and uh, check out their Facebook page. I, I believe parking may be free. <laughs> right. Check him out on Facebook. And yeah, that's it. All right, good. That that's that's calendar. Yay! I like it. 
I got a lunatic show fan. So uh, absorb fit. I will write you a new theme. Anything to stop that one. Well, we <laughs> Yeah, there's more than one version. It's not good. There's lots. We have six bumpers for Community Calendar now. Six. <laughs> and counting. And counting, yes. Right. We probably have more coming. <laughs> soon we'll, have, we'll have a bumper counter with champagne pop and everything. Be great. If we're hitting shows in March, I've got emails. That said, Look, you can send them anytime. I'll, I'll, I, what I've been doing is just kind of they have their own folder, and I save save their logo in that folder with the date. So I'll I'll, I'll take them whenever. Uh, you won't necessarily see them right away, uh, but but uh, I'll I'll you know send it in. So Joe Colton, your your feedback on our new community calendar bumpers? She's on mute, and that's probably lost, the best. Lost her voice, but I think I thought you good. muted me. I was like, okay. No. Um, I like them. They're interesting. I do not expect them. <laughs> no one expects them. <laughs> Dear God. More coming. There's more coming. Dear God. Okay. More coming. I was going to say, it's like the beginning of the year. You're like, oh, that's it for the calendar. I'm like, some of the shows haven't even been announced yet. So. But uh, remember, if you've got a show that you want to send in, the email address is what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Uh, we're happy to get them on there. Because uh, again, I, I I don't have time. To, I don't get on Facebook like I used to. I don't go combing through groups for this stuff. Uh, there just hasn't been time. So whatever you guys want to see us uh, plug away, and you you know want to see us help out with the some free PR, we'll we'll do our best. We'll do what we can. Um, we we don't uh, we don't have the biggest megaphone in the land, but uh, we are incessant by way, the way we scream into it. We do try. Absorbid says, not to scare you, but there is an extended remix of the song. Mm -hmm. uh, Auto-tune auto may or may not be involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, there, if there's ever a two-minute version of the community calendar intro, I'm not saying I'd play it every week, but maybe a couple times a year is a special occurrence. So. <laughs> may, yeah, may or may not involve T-Pain. And it may, or, it may or may not come, be, you know, uh, be preceded by an epilepsy warning. Mm -hmm. No, no, I want to see, I want to see everybody twitching and foaming. Dear God. <laughs> so violent, sir. If only the cameras worked both ways. <laughs> if only. Let me get this banner off of here. We've, we've killed Plug the Damn Show for at least a couple minutes. Somebody's barbershop quartet is recording a plug the damn show ditty right now. And I cannot oh, hear. that would be incredible. Yeah, plug, plug the, the damn, damn show. show. Plug the damn show does rhyme with thick in the crotch, bro. That's so, right. So if we're if that helps any any budding lyricists out out there, uh, you know that one's for free. Maybe a whiff and poofs version. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Who are the, the Wiccan Poofs? Made that up. That is the no. That's Harvard's all male acapella uh, singer, okay. commonly made fun of mm -hmm. on The Simpsons. Okay. So that's that's the only reason we know about him. 
We watch too much of The Simpsons. How do you not watch The Simpsons, Mark? They make fun of Arizona State. Get out of here with that. Well, yeah. yeah. It's a bigger part of your party school than Southeast Missouri State, for Christ's sake. Look, man, we all know Simpsons is just a family guy ripoff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Preceding it by a dozen years. I dig that. I dig that The Simpsons has been around as long as it has, and that they seem to predict everything that happens. Right? It's like Senator commits suicide in a washing machine, and somebody's like, "Oh yeah, The Simpsons talked about that in '92." Right. Here's a clip. Like, oh, okay, cool. Right. So, anyways, we got a good crowd tonight. If you're watching us on Facebook. Be sure to give us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. If you're catching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, do all those cool YouTube things like leave comments and share and all that other cool stuff. And again, if you're watching, listening to us uh, via audio on delay, uh, wherever you get your 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 podcast, just go ahead and leave us a, a nice five star review. We still have uh, well over 300 audio-only subscribers, which is which is a healthy number. Digging that. Healthy number. Mm -hmm. Most people don't just subscribe for those. I have a feeling that there's probably some overlap with our YouTube crowd, but whatever. It's probably people with long commutes, right? They right. want to okay. be entertained in that car, and we're here to help you. Use your signal, you bastards. Yeah, Riptide O'Leary, honey mustard huggy guy. Hey, look, there's one of our subscribers now. You don't count. I think he does. Uh, DJ Five, <laughs> get a plug for my yard sale. Yes. Sure. Go uh, to that yard sale. Go to Best yard sale. Yard somebody's selling a yard. It's, it's going to be amazing. Let <laughs> the boy go to the yard sale. <laughs> Like, For the name of God, let the <laughs> He just wants to go to the yard sale. He ain't going to hurt you. How are you so, going to yeah. get to that yard sale, Mark? Oh, well, <laughs> you can take the 37 to the 55. The 55. Uh, uh, oh, the junior I've subscribed on YouTube, but normally just do the podcast due to working on Friday night. See, that is perfect. You're yeah. right. We ask that everybody, regardless of where you normally catch us, just at some point, make your way over to YouTube and, and click the little thumbs up button. At worst, it's just going to tell you when our show starts, which you knew anyway. So gonna, he gets promoted. He's no longer Glenn Shipley Jr. Now he's Glenn Shipley the second. Right. Mm. <laughs> Out of respect. Right. Uh, Hooded Cobra Commander 78 says, so far this episode is going great. <laughs> well, sure, of course it I'm is. Glad he thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good to know somebody's happy. Hey, right. man, it's, it's hard to find a hoodie cover commander these days. It sure is, man. The prices on those are just skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. It's time for the news. No, Chate, nobody wants to write us a news theme, so we're just going to stick with that for a while. It's a good theme. I, I like the news intro. I like it. It's, it gets to the point. It's yes. First news item. But we I, like I can't replace that. No. Wait, I do. I do it when she's gone. What are you talking about? 
That's not replacement. That's just substitute. Oh, goodness, Honcho. You got to have backups. I I feel like you're not appreciated. (laughs) You just getting that? (laughs) Look, man, I'm just here to help. (laughs) And you you get the spot in the top row. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I get the logo. Nobody else gets a logo. That's right. Logo envy. (laughs) First up. Tuesday uh, at 11 a.m., uh, Hasbro Pulse will hit another fan stream for G.I. Joe. You can catch that on their YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Hasbro Pulse. Uh, so it's uh, more Lenny, more Emily. Uh, probably pre-orders for that uh, shipwreck rock and roll torpedo wave would be my guess. That's the seems to be the oldest stuff that we have renders for. Um but there's usually some kind of surprise going on at, at these things. So, uh, Mark Weber, what do you think we're going to see on Tuesday morning? I, I don't know. We is a, is a kind of general term for that. I'm a little busy at 11 a.m. It's the royal we. Valentine's royal Day, we. I suppose. Um, man, I hadn't, th- I hadn't thought about that. But you're right. There usually is a curveball. So... Yeah, I don't know. Regular, regular Rakondo, just to piss Joe off. <laughs> maybe, maybe we find out who's got the comic. The return. Oh, that would be a good one. But that—that that, that was the one I had in the quiver. Actually. Yeah, that's, not bad. that's probably better than mine. But I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with mine, and I'm going to I'm going to up the ante. It's the return of Twelve Inch Joe, starring Rakondo. Man, you're, just, you're just really beating this Rakondo thing down tonight. I'm just saying. Do I get to then have like a little grenade where he blows up? In case you have any 12-inch Disney princess figures at home, now they can dance the night away with 12-inch Rakondo. You don't know. Maybe I've made outfits for them and they're all like different Joes now. <laughs> she's, she's handy with a swing line. so. But um, Joe Colton. Yeah. What do you think we're going to see on Tuesday? Uh, I don't know. It's, it is Valentine's day. So I feel like they're going to be like giving us fans some love and maybe, maybe announcing, maybe announcing something like an idea for the line, maybe, or just nothing. Maybe just a quick, like 30 minute thing. If maybe, go anyway. <laughs> maybe, right. and, and I don't think this is going to be anything longer than, you know, 40, 45 minutes regardless. Yeah. It's not going to be a, a, a huge deal. But announcing something like what? I don't know, either a new figure or, uh, or an like, idea or I don't know. So we, now, we've, we've asked this a bunch the last couple of weeks when you were gone. So if, if, they, if they give us, say, a, like a concept name, as they've been doing for most of their events over the last 12 months, Mm. They announced the the next figure that's going to come out somewhere in the line. Uh, which one do you want it to be? Oof! You got one pick. Who, who a would you want? Figure to or a line? No, like I, I, like a classified figure. Oh, you know how they've announced? Mm. Oh, we're getting. If you did a line, then I would do October Guard in six inch. That would be. That would be awesome. But That'd be fucking epic. Yeah, oh. I, think, I think it's a bit unlikely. She said epic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with epic? 
No, that would surprise me more than the, uh, the the descriptor. So, Joe, you think right now is the time to really plug into those Russian heroes? I think so. I think it's a perfect time, but that's just me. <laughs> Marketing would be so simple. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, Jake Rose pointing out, my understanding image, specifically Robert Kirkman Skybound, has the uh, Joe license. Um, that seems to be the worst kept secret. Um, Hollywood Reporter actually published that, but to be certain, even with the Hollywood Reporter, it is a rumor at this point. No one can confirm that. So just take it with a grain of salt. It's it's probably right, but it's not been confirmed. Yeah. So just just throw that. I'm I'm throwing that out there. I want to the, the the tiniest of wet blankets on that fire. Um. But uh, yeah, everybody's got their idea in the live chat. If you if you have an idea of what you want to see Tuesday, leave it in the comments down below as well. Uh, we'll certainly uh, we we do our best to react to those over mm -hmm. the course of the week. So, um, Rack Time Rob, you, you and I were kind of on the same page there, where we think they'll they'll formally announce where the comic book's going to wind up. Yeah. All right. Good. I mean, I, th I think we're getting close to a point where they would make some kind of announcement. Yeah, I, I, enough time has passed. I think there's enough of a buffer between uh, when IDW's run ended and currently. Because even if they announced it today, because nothing's been in previews. So if they announced it today and they got it listed tomorrow, it would still only be showing up in, what, June? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're already getting to the point where there's a pretty good good-sized gap without G.I. Joe comics. And not that the G.I. Joe comic was this huge seller, but it was an okay seller and a consistent seller. And and I it's just lost money that you don't want to lose. Mm -hmm. this. Um, Eric Thompson likes Mutton Junkyard. I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Butler likes Doc or Lifeline. Uh, I think that too, sooner rather than later. I think Doc is a lot stronger possibility than Lifeline is. Lifeline's kind of got that X-Pac heat. <laughs> like... It, it, Nobody, nobody likes Lifeline because he was so annoying on the old Sunbow cartoon. But I think Lifeline done properly is 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 an excellent character. Uh, Diana's Don friggin' Moreno, um, <laughs> also a good call, and I I think there too sooner rather than later. Isn't that the five year anniversary? About time to get a figure out. You'd think. You'd think. You think so? Mm. Uh, Nick Adams says a candy figure in the bear outfit. Actually, that's a hidden a hidden accessory with uh, scrap iron is a candy in her bear outfit skin rug for his den. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Couldn't somebody have done a lazy bastard custom with a five nights at Freddy's figure and I mean, just thrown a blonde head on it? And da, 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 da. <laughs> hey, that's a good thought. Right. But... Um... And Diana's got uh, heard otherwise from a good source, but be happy to find that that's wrong. I, again, I, I am like everybody else with with the the Skybound talk. It was in the Hollywood Reporter. That's a pretty reputable rag on on the entertainment business, so I'll take it at face value as mm -hmm. being a an educated guess. But I also am not going to be shocked if it turns out to be one hundred percent incorrect. I just, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the lone 
the lone voice on YouTube that says, hey, let's not run away with that one before before it's time. Go figure. Yo, what's on Joe Mind? The voice of moderation in an increasingly caustic entertainment world. There aren't a whole lot of folks that like making sense. They'd rather click and subscribe to crap channels that just lead you down rumor mountain. That's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll be here when they all flame out. We have been for 12 years. Uh, Brie Van Mark loves Lifeline. Yes, she does. They did a whole episode on it. Mm-hmm. One terrible episode. Oh, so bad. So bad. <laughs> it's worse than the one with the heiress that fell in love with Power Glide. Uh, Lifeline would be good. Need another useless figure to go with barbecue. Wow. Ouch. Get after barbecue, why don't you? Barbecue's a good figure. He just he needed a head without a helmet. Mm-hmm. That's uh uh, classified quick kick with fudgy bars from Joe Henry. Did did did, did didn't Bazooka come with a fudgy bar? No, maybe. Wow. Mm, good question. Uh, I don't remember. I haven't opened mine yet. Not the Tiger Force Bazooka, no. Okay. Oh, Diana says I'm not talking about the publisher. I'm talking about them announcing it Tuesday. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Okay. okay. All right. So maybe not. I rescind. I mean, we, we know you're on the inside, and we know you can't tell us anything. So, But we love you anyways. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to play dumb on this one. I, I thought you were trying to. I can to do that. I'm so good at playing dumb. <laughs> right. I got a lot of experience. Um. I thought we froze, and then I saw Mark's wonderful eyelashes like as he's blinking <laughs> i gotta have eyelashes I don't know <laughs> you should maybe maybe start penciling them in there mark maybe good start. idea it could be the annette cello of what's on joe Mai. right oh my God. hey lucrative skippy peanut butter deal you, yeah, you can have one true. one down and then one slightly raised just do the universe you're always looking quizzical do the bird like <laughs> I need to. Be, I need to get some eye black and just go. Yeah. If we're reviewing figures with brutal chest cuts, like he's just like angry, like permanently, right. like. I just spent all all show being the rock. Oh, it could be a furrowed <laughs> brow in the in the shape of a brutal Ooh. chest cut. Yeah, I could do evil eyebrows one day, right? And just be like, ah. ah. Good idea. Dear God. <laughs> Uh, White Vegeta says, maybe we can get mainframe to go at Zorana. I, I'll, I'll go on the record here. I dislike no no uh, pairing from the Sunbow cartoon more than mainframe and Zorana. Yeah. I could maybe. not. Mm-hmm. So dumb. Yeah. yeah, he misspelled road pig. <laughs> around yet. <laughs> you went around yet. Yeah, I, I don't see Zorana as, you know, you know, having feelings for anybody except herself. Uh. Uh, Firefly says, has anyone noticed the 2003 Ice Saber as part of this art? Yeah, it just I don't think they're doing any of those vehicles. So. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's right down there with the other vehicles you're never going to get. Well, there, oh, there's a trouble bubble in the corner. They're doing one oh, of those vehicles. Fair enough. Right, with the, the Havoc and the the Wolverine and the Bridge Layer. But, um, uh, Matt Rubin does, does hit a good point here. If they were smart, they'd announce a new HasLab around the time people generally receive their tax returns. And that's mm-hmm. certainly a possibility. Uh, but that I, I don't think they'll be 
giving us HasLab food for thought until the uh, summertime. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's it for that's the we'll we'll all find out Tuesday, and uh, then we will be back on Friday. Uh, Mark and and Joe will not be here on Friday, but instead it will be uh, myself and Racktime Rob, and former host slash guest host Carson Metaxas will be here with us next week to review. this this fan stream and uh, talk a little Operation Recall and do all the cool stuff that we normally do. Nice. I'm betting. Uh, all right, I'm now betting that it's going to be a Haslab announcement. Snake Eyes's Dodge Charger mm. with a bag of bones in the trunk <laughs> and Akira, <laughs> Akiko, whatever her name was. She can't die. She can't die. <laughs> You know, she she lived. Such a weird thing. It could be uh, you could get the corpses of his family because uh, that's the car they took to the to the airport. Oh, too soon. Oof. Ouch. I know where they Tough can get them both for Dodge Charger. Tough crowd. With Carson on the show, that makes it rated R, right? How so? R Carson, R. Carson with taxes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we, that should be his nickname, Rated R Carson. See what I did there? there you Marketing. Go. <laughs> Next news item. Uh oh. Next news item. The anticipation was worth it. Mm. She forgot. Don't let my, <laughs> for some reason, you guys keep buffering on my screen. Uh-oh. Oh, so now we're going to blame buffering. Are you frozen we're, again? We're, at least we are Michael buffering. That's annoying. <laughs> there you go. And we're on wave five now. Where's my paratrooper? You know, good question. We do kind of yeah. need a paratrooper in this line. Yeah. We, we need a situational anything yeah. in this line. So far, we got Dusty. We know we got a snow job. Uh, torpedo, torpedo, shipwreck, torpedo, and that's about it. It's not a whole lot for. I mean, it don't get more situational than barbecue, does it? Hey, is anything on fire yet? Coming. I can't roll my eyes. Have him spraying down the plastic with the scrap on it. You know, fire is not so much situational. Fire is universal. Hey, uh, Super Seven. Threw some pre-orders up on Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, these <laughs> figures are listing at $19.99 a piece with a July 23 release date. They are Tiger Force and Python Patrol reaction figures. So if you're into Super 7's reaction, uh, they've got a Tiger Force, Duke, Scarlet, and Snake Eyes. We've got a Python Patrol, Cobra Commander, Baroness, Destro, and Bat coming your way. So... There you go. You're I in. like I like that they're doing some big names that aren't traditionally known as Tiger Force or Python Patrol people. Right, right. Well, like we've never seen Snake Eyes as a Tiger Force. Uh, we've never seen Cobra Commander in Python Patrol or Destro or Baroness for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Bat's a, a relative newcomer. I'm down with it. I don't like Tiger Force, but okay. Diana Davis says uh, we now get a Tiger Force Duke per year. It's now law. Oh, I, I saw where Congress threw that one by us, yeah. And um, 
Scarlet was a, a, a Tiger Force back in the the Spy Troops era. Mm-hmm. Repaints rolled out with Tiger Force Scarlet. It was uh, with switch gears, and it, it wasn't very good. <laughs> Not much was. But <laughs> that, was, that, was, uh, that Spy Troops run was, was real hit or miss. Real hit or miss. Shipwreck as Cobra Commander. Well, okay. If you, if you say so. Exactly my reaction. <laughs> I guess if you say so. Those some those some weak ass sentries you got on that paradrome. I don't know why Cobra Commander's running around with uh, rolled up sleeves, but right. uh, sure, whatever. <laughs> wow, in a turtleneck, cable knit sweater. Cobra Commander got himself a parrot. Who knew? Yeah. All right, that's uh. Cross Walker, the voice of a generation. Strange mix for the Python Patrol picks, but it could be a decent changeup. And I, I agree there. If it's, I think Super Seven's whole thing is to do stuff that isn't going to be done in other places. Yep. So I, I think this this works for for what they got going on. I think they're doing it right. You know, for you know, for for what they are, uh, I got no problem with their picks. And that's just saying five points. For, I think there are a lot of Joe fans who are just like five points. Don't need it. Right, so I haven't I haven't been down with very many reaction figures, but they got me a couple times. They just got me a couple weeks ago with their mutt. Not that mutt looks good, but junkyard looks fantastic. <laughs> so I'll take that I'll take that junkyard and throw them back with, uh, with the old eighty four mutt, and everybody's happy. Uh, Jake Rose says my son was about six when Spy Troops came out. He loved them, and it was so much fun to share Joe with. Them. Well, good, good. No, that's that's excellent. That's that was I mean, those were Joes that were made for kids, so. I'm glad that he did enjoy them. You know, there, there's, I think the the spirit of the line was certainly being served well. Then, um, I just think that I, we, those of us who who grew up with the line in the '80s and '90s, uh, we were just used to maybe more normalized proportions, a more standardized buck, and, and those those figures fell a little bit short in that regard. There, we had some some weird weird proportions and gangly limbs and broad-chested figures with narrow hips. They almost look more like the core than they look like like G.I. Joe. So I, I, I tend to come down hard on them, but uh, Jake does have a point. That was probably the last time uh, the G.I. Joe line was actually concerned with expanding its fan base to a younger generation. So good, good, point. good point there, Jake. Good point. But uh, Firefly's on board with you on that one, Mark. Uh, the Timber I display with my Snake Eyes version 2 is from the Period of Darkness set from Super 7. And and that's a good call. It's because nobody's willing to come right out and say it, man. But version 2, Snake Eyes, one of the most iconic figures of the entire line, comes with a gray pig. <laughs> hairy. A hairy gray pig, man. That that timber is butt ugly. I'm sorry. Yeah, if uh, I, I, uh, Matt Rubin is doing well to, to try and calm the peace, I think we need to chill out in the live chat as far as who's who is uh who is uh you know who's different and who's specialized. I, that's not the point. We're talking environmental. We 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 made a passing remark in regards to environmentally specialized Joes. Uh, I don't think that that was uh, really you know we don't want to hijack the entire live chat uh, trying to figure out who's what type of soldier. Yeah, let's fight about something else. Right, everybody, chill. Let's. Let's. If we got questions about the show, let's 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 talk to the show. I just the Holy Roman Empire was neither holy nor Roman nor an empire. Discuss. Well, I just ripped the original timber. Let's talk about that. 
Come at me, bro. No, you're right. He's a hairy yeah. pig. Yeah, he's a hairy pig. <laughs> uh, and it says pigs can be very vicious. True, but, you know, this, uh, eh. we're not taking away from his viciousness. We're just making fun of his looks. Or his viscousness. Timber the snow pig. That's it. <laughs> it's like Babe the movie, but with more radiation. radiation. Yep. <laughs> that's, a, that's the first time Snake has ever spoke. He said, that'll do, Timber. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do. But, uh, next news item. Oh yeah! By the way, no no images on the supers on the uh, Big Bad Toy Store site as of yet of these figures. Just listings. Hey, it's a new Kickstarter project because we haven't had one of them for like four days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our our friends at After Action Report, Josh and Roger, uh, their next project is the Command Files Volume One. This is a GI Joe character guide. Uh, they uh, again, this hasn't started yet on Kickstarter. But much like we were telling you all last month about uh, Patty and Brian's book, uh, be sure to head over there, type in After Action Report in the search. Uh, this project will come up in, in the search for you. Uh, click on the green button and get notified when it starts. Uh, After Action Report so far, two very, very good books, solid information going there, uh, all about the, the comic book uh, inf- you know, basically a, a, a an, expen- an extensive comic book catalog. Um, so I, I have no doubt that that same level of quality will be brought to the command files. So nobody has anything to say. Can't wait. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I just I there were there was rumblings and coughings, and I thought every, I thought. Thought we were ready to go there, but no. All right. I'm sure we'll get these guys in to talk about them. We like Josh. We like Rod. Absolutely, good folks. Yeah. Next, next news item. <laughs> Speaking of Operation Recall, uh, their backer kit closes at the end of the month on February 28th. So make sure you get to OperationRecall.backerkit.com. Make your selections. If you were part of the Kickstarter. You're going to need to confirm your original selections if you haven't done so already. Uh, if you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, be sure to go back, check out our episodes on Operation Recall, and then uh, head over to that site, and you can get in get in on the action right now. These are all the original G.I. Joe creators brought back uh, to start a whole new line uh, of three-and-three-quarter O-ring construction military action figures uh, using ideas from us, the fans. So yeah, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Say. Yeah. You've said that on several occasions. I'm not overselling that. No, no, it, it's pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Even if, again, if you have no idea what we're talking about, still go to the site, check it out. Mm-hmm. Operation recall.packerkit.com. Next news item. Hey, another, uh, another notice from our friend, Jamie Sullivan, more specifically his wife, Aaron. Uh, she posted this on Facebook the other day. There's an update for it today, but you know what I say about these Friday updates. I can't catch them all. Uh, hello, all. This is Aaron. As you know, five years ago, Jamie had part of his right foot and leg amputated. 
What you might not know is that uh, Jamie has to wear special shoes. His right shoe has a prosthetic in it to keep his foot from rolling, to keep him balanced, and from forming new ulcers. He gets one new pair of shoes each year, and that's it. They're very expensive, and that's all the insurance will cover. At least until this year. We just had Jamie's first appointment with his new podiatrist and was informed that going forward, his specialty shoes are no longer covered. They're on right around $1,800. Whoa! So in lieu of his Friday sale, I'm going to be doing a sale for him on his page this Saturday to cover the cost of his orth orthopedics. Uh, for $125 plus shipping, you'll be able to get a raw signed copy of both the regular cover. A, we'll show the picture. We'll show the, the covers uh, on the next slide uh, for G.I. Joe 300 and a raw signed copy of the Virgin variant uh, of number 300, as well as a 24 by 35 print of the art from the record-breaking issue. Only have 20 sets available, and if we sell all 20, someone will randomly get a signature series graded set of both covers instead of a raw. Be this Saturday at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, right here on Jamie's Facebook page. Thank you, and please share if you can. Uh, if you want to get in on this, just head over to Jamie Sullivan's Facebook page. Uh, just make, put in a friend request. They will answer them all, and they will get you in on that for Saturday. And, of course, you you know the the G.I. Joe cover by now, uh, the one with all the, the, all the individually hand-drawn uh, Joes and Cobras. Uh, there's uh, one of the Raws and one of the Variants. Um, so, again, this is a big deal for one of our very favorite G.I. Joe artists and a hell of a good guy. Uh, so make sure you get over that and, and help them cover an extremely steep and unexpected medical cost. Uh, if you've got uh, money laying around for high-end collectibles, this is this is a great opportunity to get that at well below market cost. We love Jamie Sullivan. Help him out. And to the insurance company, you ghouls, walk west till your hat floats, Jack. Right. Right. Got gotta love the uh gotta love the the for-profit medical complex. That's Absolutely perfect. wonderful. Uh, Matt Rubin says, but he needs that for mobility. That's like me having to pay out of pocket for insulin. Exactly. It's fundamentally wrong on every level. Um, and we're sorry that, to hear that you got to do that too, Matt. That's that's some bull crap. Uh, why have insurance if it doesn't, you know, keep you alive? There you go. You know? Mark, you've had some significant medical events in your life. Granted, that was a few years ago before this mm -hmm. became quite the epidemic it was. And um, yeah, I, I worry about that sort of thing every day because I have pretty good health insurance now. And Lord knows that deductible is still so high that I can't use it for anything. So thank goodness for good health. Yeah, thank goodness nobody's doing double knee drops on pavement just for the hell of it. Right, right. What's that all about? Right. I mean, it, it's still kind of gooey if you want to see. Did you back up into the corner before you came out with the big flare knee or? Uh, no, no. I just sold it right there. Okay. Fair enough. Like I or got. The, I think it was more the macho man one, right? Where he jumped up in the air and clapped his hands and both knees. Bam. Yeah. I sold it. Like I got drop kicked in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that means you're old. You're an old school wrestler. That's right. Doing that, doing that selling thing. Right. Yeah. Just went limp and hit the ground. Boom. You know, it's funny. Uh, I have been told uh, by folks who have done professional wrestling that have seen me fall that I have good instincts for stuff like that. I should, have, I should have tried it when I was younger. 
You fell like fighter Hayabusa got you with that back brain kick. Crush. There was one time, one time when I was uh, in in uh, in college, I was doing my summer job at the grocery store, and I I fell just like six inches backwards. Right, not a big fall, but it was enough to fall on the ground. And um, you know, this guy who had done some 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 low level professional wrestling said, "Yeah, man, you tucked your chin like a champ. There you, go. you should go to the ring. You should learn how to." Like, oh my god that's a lot to draw out of just falling well on one one occasion but <laughs> okay that's a, a cobra viper says uh, mike trying some backyard wrestling yeah let's go jump off a shed it's a good idea jump off a shed land into a gang before you actually do that <laughs> right no, wes, wes and i have talked about that it's yeah. uh, I've, I've remarked to him on a couple of occasions that I'm glad I never went down that road and <laughs> the fact that he did. Right before like before the show, he was telling me, he's like, I feel like I'm going to throw out my back. Just like getting up off the couch. Like he's like, it feels like something's going to happen. And I was like, it's because it is going to happen. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a promise. That's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it almost happened to me three times today. Oh God. There's there's no wrestling experience here to speak of, and I I'm, I get that already. No, nah, I, I keep myself safe from getting hurt by yelling up when I'm getting up. <laughs> I, it seems to help. I grab my knee and go ah. Uh, <laughs> swinging the arms helps too. I'm just saying. Yes, the momentum. Yep. Right. We're all going this way. <laughs> my, look, my new way of getting out of chairs is just going to be rolling onto the floor and then just rolling to the next spot I need to be at. Riptide O'Leary says, uh, I threw my back out sneezing. Yeah, been there. Yep, yep done that. Been there. Yep. A friend ah. of mine has a, uh, a back injury um, and then a hip injury, and he has sneezed so hard that he has thrown out his back for over a week. <laughs> All right. Uh, Firefly on the bright side. On the upside, we have an obligatory photo somewhere of Mike in his jobber days with a mullet if he had tried it. Hey. <laughs> say, no, we wouldn't. <laughs> you no. never know. Uh, I'm just saying uh, that that mullet, that mullet wouldn't happen. I once sneezed and coughed loudly at the exact same moment, and I think I went back in time. <laughs> like it took me it took me a minute to like compose myself that was a lot of trauma for one head even a head this size it was right. like whoa just meant you were able to withstand the impact but that didn't it, mean that there was an impact i smelled felt, colors it felt like my head exploded but there was no blood it was so weird house of dagobah says i wrestled pro for over three years in the early to mid 90s had a blast, but my back and neck say differently. There you go. Sounds like you you need to go watch our episode with uh, with Ray Stacanus of uh, Knowing Us Half the Podcast. That we we talked about Ray's pro wrestling background pretty extensively on that episode. So that was that was a good time. We had a good time yep. with Ray. Yep. We were nice to Ray here. I was absolutely nasty to him on his own show. Well, I mean, this is our, <laughs> this is our you don't get blood on the carpet. You, it, it's funny you to tell the uh, the the tenor of the different uh, the different rooms. Uh, Diana Davis says, "I once threw out my back lifting Glory onto the bed, and Glory is, of course, one of her bulldogs." Um, 
dainty little Only thing. supporting her butt. <laughs> Uh, David Allen says, you people need to swim more. No, no. And here's why. I sink like a brick. <laughs> I, I I do not float at the surface of the water. I float about eight inches below it, uh, which makes it pretty much like not floating at all. I have to spend so much energy just to stay above the surface of the water. No, no you'd think fat people float, but no, we don't. Swimming's for third graders. We don't. Uh, just like Alcorn says, if this is the shape Joe fans are in, imagine how the Mego guys are doing. <laughs> yeah, good, good call. I have both. I'm gonna die. Oh yeah. Good call. Well, I mean, you are pretty ancient. Ugh. <laughs> oh, ne next week is the last uh, last episode before Racktime Rob's birthday on the 18th. So. Oh yeah. Oh. Party. And you know what birthday that is. There's a lot of sighing. Is that the life I know? <laughs> what are we looking at? Hey, he's he, down. kids watching this show. Uh, Torpedo Mike says, I'm in shape. Round. There right. you go. But um shh. Next news item. <laughs> hey, look at that. It's Chonky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank. They're brought to you by Kokomo Toys and Collectibles. Figured it'd be a good place to throw a little reminder in here uh, that our show is brought to us by Kokomo Toys and Collectibles. Give you a minute to get caught up with them now. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. And that's the news. All right. Not as much as last week. No, not nearly. And, and not as much as next week. And somehow we still burned like an hour doing it, so... Anyways, the discussion of our ongoing decrepitude. Right. <laughs> As our slow journey into the grave continues. <laughs> Joe, Joe Colton, the youngest of us, probably hasn't been hit by that particular depressing cloud yet. But it's coming. It's coming. Our slow but tad death no. march to yeah. entropy. Oh, I'm picking up speed. <laughs> Racktime Rob. Yeah. We'll be he'll, he'll, the big 5-0 on the edge. Yeah! He, Half century. He is the Ringo star of the What's on Joe Mind podcast. Which means he'll outlive us all. Right. He'll be touring with Howard Jones and other modern acts, you know, from the 80s. Well into his 80s. All right, but I'm not doing the remake of Caveman. I'm just telling you that right now. Come on now. If you're doing a remake of, of Caveman, gotcha... Got you a babe like Barbara Bach. You better yeah. do the remake of Caveman. All right, I'll think about it in that case. Yeah, right. This right. check is made out to the Beatles. You can split it any way you want. 
I, I will get the giant FedEx bag and throw you in it and ship you to the remake of Caveman. If that's... She was in the best Roger Moore movie. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Look, again, you, you know the story of Michael Caine doing the interview. Yeah, that's right. Beautiful house that the terrible movie Jaws 3 paid for. Being the best Roger Moore Bond movie is like being the best Spy Troops figure. Come on. No, man. no. The Spy Who Loved Me is one of the best Bond movies total. Yeah, I'll give you some of that. Yeah. But, uh, Benjamin Kitt says, I turned 40 last year. It's getting easier every year to shoot lower than my age in nine holes of golf. <laughs> You'll get there. Yeah, 40 is <laughs> not the number. Like, we've all been brainwashed into thinking that 40 is this number that you just instantly wake up and feel bad. No, you actually don't at 40. You feel pretty good at 40. And then you just kind of forget that that's going to happen. And somewhere around 42, 43, that's when it gets you. That's when it happens. <sighs> uh, Doug Dello, I'm older than all of you. Sigh. Yeah, yeah, you are. Sneaks up behind you and socks you like a sack of nickels. Mm -hmm. If you're older than Racktime Rob, you are older than everyone on the show. So, yes, he is Ringo. He is the 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 oldest chronologically, yet the one who has spent the least amount of time in the group. The elder statesman. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by the honcho, then me, and then somewhere well, well down the line, Joe Colton. Yeah, she's the baby. The baby. Mm -hmm. She just had her quinceanera. We weren't invited. Yeah. No. We did try and Zoom, but, you know, we know how that went. <laughs> her, father her father introduced her to society <laughs> along with her husband, which is kind of weird, but cool. Uh, Nick Adams says, it started around 25. It just keeps getting worse every year. The military tore me down. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're soft. We're yeah. civilians. It took us until our, late, our early 30, 40s for that to happen. And there were injuries beforehand. Um, will it be rack time again when the next comic run is announced, or will he just become time Rob? Uh, we we said already we're, we're we're talking, we're trying to put some stuff together for when the comic book gets relaunched. Give us give us a minute. We're gonna wait for that to happen before we tell you what we're gonna do. So just just chill. We'll we'll get there. Until then, I'm just going to enter my golden years of man of leisure. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's worse than an impatient saboteur. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. I just, I, I, man. See, look what it says. Look what it says under that name right there. Shiftless layabout. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I love. I love the man of leisure tag. Maybe that should be it. That's not bad. Man <laughs> of leisure. Only. Only. That's what my green sheet come says. In, come man in with only. Only was kind of a shiftless layabout. <laughs> I think about it. I think about it. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was certainly a ne'er do well. <laughs> but uh, so anyways uh love is in the air we're just a few days out of, uh, from valentine's day the most terrible and manufactured holiday on the on the calendar um which again I, I look i if if they actually gave us time off for valentine's day i would be back on board with a vengeance we don't have enough real holidays where shit shuts down anymore so if you want to, you want Valentine's Day wants to earn my respect back. We get off for Valentine's Day. Until then, don't bother me with Valentine's Day. I'd settle for an all-day love boat marathon. 
Oh. Well, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, we'll ask the question of the panel. Because clearly, uh, with everything that's gone wrong with the world and our, our feelings towards corporate giant Hasbro at the moment, uh, we, we love G.I. Joe more than we hate Hasbro, certainly. Uh, yeah, well, I, again, we, we love G.I. Joe more than we hate Hasbro. Fair enough. You know, we're, if, if we really hated Hasbro that much, we wouldn't buy their G.I. Joes, but here we are buying their G.I. Joes. Like Target. Right. Look, man, you you buy from Target. You just go through a fence. Basically, <laughs> basically. but but it, 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 it's important to me. Important enough to inconvenience my friends. Did did the shipment make it in? Yeah. Is Not this right. what we got in? No. <laughs> okay. No, because we're gonna we're gonna do a, a little Q and A first with with the team. Okay. We'll start with Joe Colton. Joe Colton, I know, like for. You were not uh, you were not of age in 1982, uh, nor okay. were you, nor were you in country in 1982 uh, for when GI Joe first hit. Mm -hmm. So this, this is going to be kind of a different answer for you than it is for us. Okay. But for the folks at home, for the folks for antiquity, um, what? When did you know you loved this property? Ooh. Like as a kid. Probably when my dad took me to get my first G.I. Joe. <laughs> How old were you at the time? Uh, probably five or six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was I was like a tomboy even back then. Like I hated dresses. Like I didn't like breaths in my hair. It's like pants all the time. <laughs> and I always had an action figure in my hand. And I had ripped off all of the Barbie's heads and was just carrying around several things. <laughs> she wore them on her belt like an onion. Which was mom kept yeah. telling me, like, recently, she's like, I couldn't understand what you were doing, but you kept saying they were blown up. <laughs> Did you have them on a necklace like Quinn? No. Like, that would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been awesome. Yeah. So what what was it? What caught your eye that day, the first day that you went out to get your your first GI Joe? Who'd you get? Uh, I think I think I got Duke. Okay. Yeah. Well, only because Diana wasn't there first. Right. <laughs> Re release she release like elbowed me out of the way. <laughs> release release orders were a little different in Canada, weren't they? Yeah. I yeah I was. Uh, I don't know. It was, I remember having a Duke. That's what I remember. And then I had Scarlet, which looked weirdly the same with the short hair and the, it's just weird. Well, now looking back, I'm like, what did I like about this figure? You, you like the card art. Yeah. Right. Uh, like we, we were excited about having Scarlet in the collection because we read the comic book. That, yeah. was, that was why we liked Scarlet. But so. so so I liked the comics, but I wasn't consistent with the comics because we didn't have a lot of money. So every time I'd go to the corner store with dad, I got to pick one comic. So I would try and get like different comics and read. Right. Yeah. So keep a diverse and, collection. Yeah. So then I'd get like one or two, you know. But when I was a, when I was a young kid like that, I, I collected comics like that too. Yeah. 
It was very good, strange. I only got like half of the story sometimes. And like, as I got older, I'd be like going back <laughs> trying to figure out or trade them with friends to like read their comics. Yeah, you you, you got a Duke because Diana Davis says she wasn't in Canada. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you also didn't have me in a headlock. <laughs> right. You, you, don't, you don't remember a specific moment that led to that though? Like, did you see it on TV or what, what was your exposure? That meant? Uh, it was probably a commercial. Like I remember the, the old commercials and I remember my dad holding my hand and going into, uh, you guys don't ha never had them up here or down here, but we had like a Zellers and a byway and right. that's where we went. And I got figures from there and it was not, like, not Canadian tire. <laughs> that thing still exists up there. We, we, just, <laughs> and they, they still have like Canadian tire money. <laughs> they don't sell tires, do they? Yeah, they do. But they sell everything else too. Yeah, it's like a home Home Depot, but it's like Sears used to be. Yeah, right. Uh, they don't have couches and shit in there, but they'll have like like home appliances mm -hmm. and like yeah, like Sears. Yeah, and no clothing either. McFarland toys, as I recall. So, so let's fast forward to today. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what what now? What's your hook now? Uh probably like nostalgia and then I love especially with the six inch figures, like the details. Like now looking back I'm like this is what I envisioned in my head that they would look like. <laughs> right. So Right. And then like obviously the comic, because now I can get all of them. So <laughs> When I started going back and like filling in spots, I was in high school and it was like, and it took forever to find those, like, because in Canada, it's like, they also come in like English and French. <laughs> so it was different. I, I've, I've kind of a side collection I, I got going. I have a bunch of Joes that have Canadian file cards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Ram was always my, like my, like I wanted to get it and then... Like I finally found it as a gift for for my ex at one point, and it was like the Canadian version because there was like French writing, and I was like, "Do I really want to give this to him? I've always wanted this." And the answer is no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was you dumb. You did it, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I was oh, dumb. <laughs> Don't talk to me, Joe Colton. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll find another one. It's always about the hunt, though, with me. <laughs> Mark Weber. I mean, let's, turn, let's turn to you, sir. What what back in the day, what 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 turned you on to this? You were what, eight years old, nine years yeah. old when in, in, when this hit? Yeah, I was a Star Wars kid, like almost everybody was, right? But going down the my first exposure was going down the toy aisle at a regional store still open called Bymart in Bend, Oregon. And there they were. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we'll see you there. Um but I just, the articulation, the card art, and the file card just sold me like crazy. I remember reading everybody's file card because I only had enough money to buy one guy. And I don't remember if Snake Eyes was on the peg. I'm going to guess that he wasn't because I think I would have bought him. Uh, but mine was Stalker because if you lined up most of the original Joes, he was the one that was most unique if Snake Eyes wasn't there. Right. And... 
the camo just and the beret just screamed military. So that was my first one. So it was it was the articulation that just I, I was pretty much done with Star Wars at that moment because these figures could do so much more. And this is before the swivel, which made it even better a year later. But it was the articulation and the file card just sold me. And and later on, you know, a couple months later, I ended the comic and the file cards and the comic were both aspirational and they taught me military stuff because right. you know the lingo and the accurate weapons and the you know the, the schools that they graduated from and and learned about military rank from the gi joe cards like who would actually be in charge of who uh they're not all sergeants like who, who knew uh so that was that was what i really liked as a kid and why i fell in love with the brand was it was aspirational and it did not it didn't it didn't celebrate the violence on any level but it didn't pander to a to a young audience they were after and i just ate that up that's what that's what sold me and uh, it, it's fun seeing everybody give their stories over in the live chat be sure to come back put that in the, the comments down below as well uh put that up put put them up for antiquity let, let everybody know what's going on with your own personal Joe stories there and, and leave us, leave us those in the comments. Um, especially if you're not watching this live, but you know, mm -hmm. folks, the live chat, by all means, uh, drop them in there too. Uh, so Mark Weber, what, how about today? What's keeping you on the ship? What, it's, I you, mean, it's you just, certainly, you're coming from a different perspective being, this went from being obsession to profession and now back to obsession again. Yeah. So it, it's a different path than most of us get to take. I mean, and, and yeah, I'm, you know, I wish I could have done more uh, in the time that I got, I got to work on GI Joe, but it was low tide for the brand. But I think that's where I finally got, I finally reconciled it because, you know, I, I joke about it. I gag it. I, I make a giggle out of it, but I lost my dream job. Right. And, and that was a deep cut. It really was. Yeah. But I think when I finally reconciled, when I finally reconciled it, was when I said, well, aren't you glad it happened at all? And that's pretty much right. it, right? I got to work on G.I. Joe. I got to do what I thought was really good work for a short amount of time. So, and, but beyond that, I think it's, you can say nostalgia, uh, but I think it's, yeah, it's a stronger bit than that because it was my favorite thing as a kid, right? And it never stopped being something that made me happy. So, I don't know if it just, if it reminds me of that time or if it's just been, I mean, other than, you know, the love of a parent or something, what do you have that, that still gives you as much joy as it did when you were a kid? Maybe a sports team, if you really love that team, but it's, it's just always been something the baby smile. And, and why would I ever, why would I ever stop uh, connecting with that? And Ragtime Rob, your your story as well, because uh, I know your story is pretty much the precursor to my story. My, okay. my story isn't so much my story so much as it's chapter two of your story. So why don't you go ahead and, and throw chapter one in there as far well, as... Well, I mean, we... I mean, back we, in the day. Yeah, we saw the commercials like on TV and we're like, oh, okay. We laughed at them. Yeah. You know, forgetting that there was this thing called G.I. Joe that used to be like 12 inches, you know, and... Well, I mean, I, I was I where Bullet Man came from. I didn't know. Um, I was seven. What a, 
Yeah. Crap. And uh, then, you know, basically I was at the mall with my grandmother and we walked by JC Penney's and it was a, it's a big JC Penney's at in Rockville center, you know, mall. Um, and they had a toy department like year round and hanging on the wall are the GI Joe figures. And that was the card art and the packaging. I was like, wait a minute, what's that? Oh, those are those things. Oh, they look cooler in person. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was Snake Eyes, and I I looked at the back, and it's like, wow, he's he's like Army Batman. So, and that that right there is the hook for Racktime Rob, because if there's one one collection of his that rivals his Joe collection, it's it's the sheer tonnage of Batman shit that's around this place. But go on, Rob. But you know, and then I I. On the way back, out of the ball, went back and picked up Flash. So, and yeah. then had to keep, uh, and then you know, spent the next couple months trying to keep someone in from running off with them every time I turned my head. <laughs> I, I needed to form my own opinions. Shouldn't have picked Flash, man. No. My first, my first Joe was Stalker, like yours, because Rob already had the two other really interesting guys. And, you know, they're, they're at that point, like the figures came before the comic for us. So Scarlet was a little, little dicey. She looked a little weird. Uh, and, and after that, it was just kind of a bunch of green dudes. So, so Stalker was, was the clear pick for me as having somebody who was different to help round out the team. Um, but yeah, it, it, much, much like for you, Mark, it was, it was uh, like that. It, Star Wars was dead at that moment. There, I, I did not did not care to receive another Star Wars toy again after the first Joes found their way into the collection. I, I mean, in 83, when Joe was in full swing, I actually was in a Toys R Us, and the, the Jedi figures had just come out. And I was holding the two coolest Jedi action figures in my hand, the Jedi Luke Skywalker and the Biker Scout. And I just went, more Joes. Yeah, I think that's the only Jedi figure I got because I was a big Luke Hulk, right? So I got that that one Jedi Luke, and that's that was it. That was the last Star Wars thing I ever got. We we stopped after Empire, finished the Empire, and that was you know. The all Jedi had was a bunch of Muppets. <laughs> I I don't like really. I I don't think I I didn't care. I, I was done. I was done with them. Um. So Rob, what what is it? What's to what's today for you? I mean, there's a big hit of nostalgia there, um, you know, and it just you know just kind of you know, makes me look back, you know, on times when I could get up out of a couch and my back wouldn't explode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I you know, put I mean, particularly you know, feeling it, you know, putting it. To, Put together the sky striker this week so you know. <laughs> i i did i was privy to seeing Racktime rob have a mental breakdown uh looking at a sheet of no step stickers the same way he did in 1983 <laughs> and uh you know in 1983 his wide-eyed innocence carried him through uh to an exhaustive finish but here in 2023 that innocence was not to be found well, I'll tell you, if you look at the, the sticker placement sheet, they give you 38 no-step stickers, mm. but they only give you, you know, they only show you placement for like 
about a half dozen. So <laughs> I just stuck with the what was on the sheet and just went, that's enough. I don't think I put any on my Sky Striker because I was like, that's going to make it look like garbage, right? <laughs> they know where to step. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a jet. They know we're not, we're yeah. not don't, the thing. Don't step on the jet turbine. You think? <laughs> yeah. Got to make hey, look. You got to make it idiot proof. Look, I mean, th this is the same line that had uh, had guys hanging off of the back of a jeep right in the face of a missile exhaust. So. <laughs> I, it's also the thing, you know, had people riding on the skids of Skyhawks and Dragonfly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so, so <laughs> a basket underneath the jet was not that far off. Yeah. If you're riding on a Dragonfly skid, rule number one, don't jump off. Firefly says, uh, uh, any more than six is a no step in the wrong direction. Ha, 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 ha. I may even acknowledge that happened. That's fantastic. I may sneeze and cough simultaneously to make sure that didn't happen. <laughs> right. Uh, as far as I go with today, it was it's really just been momentum. There's always been something going on to just keep it rolling. Um, even after we were done with the figures, there was still the comic. Uh, and there was still a love of the cartoon, which I'll sit and watch to this day, because really, it's pretty well done. Um, it's corny as if you're if you're just playing intended from a plot standpoint. Yeah, it's corny as hell. But as far as the characters in the show go, that's how real characters would exist in those crazy situations. Those are actual adults. Um, there's there's no zany anime big eye moments. There's no you know some little kid steps in to save the day. There, I mean these are these are adults solving problems in in that world, and so it feels authentic. You know, it's it's got its own rules, it's got its own laws of physics and all that stuff, but it 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 just comes together very well. And, and I think we were we were blessed to have a number of shows like that when we were uh, when we were kids, and that's why this 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 bulk of you know there was just some real quality storytelling going on in daily and weekend cartoons at the time, and I think that that's why we've got it. But even like through high school and all that stuff had gone, I still had friends that like they like to reminisce about the GI Joe days. Me and my friend Ben used to talk about how we would restart the line if it was going to restart. And this was in these were discussions that we had when we were in college. Like we we would see one another at, on breaks and stuff and we like, you know what would be great here is if we had, you know, white vamps for winter missions. And it was just it's just always good to have a dork friend like that. Um so it, it's just been momentum. I, I don't think I ever stopped being a fan, uh, even when I had stopped being a collector. So um, I, I don't I don't know if I don't know if the hook is any different now than it was then. You know, it's 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 what my friends do. It's it's what my brother does. It's it's what it's the, the people who I enjoy spending time with. Most of them enjoy their spending their time doing the same stuff. So I, I don't know how that's different at 47 than it was at seven. And I don't know. So that's that. Um, we are, we are running long. What, let's go ahead and get into what we got in. Stop spreading so much fuzzy loveness around. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Happy love day. Track time, Rob. Why don't we start with you? Um, Alrighty. Let us know what you got in, including your giant ass book. Oh yeah. My... Don't hurt yourself. He may. <laughs> he may. 
think he froze. I, I think he did, yes. So much for being shiftless. Right? Yeah. I hear him. Oh, right. there you there go. There you go. Yeah, there everybody blocked out for a second, including me. I was like, just, just um, you. All right. Got my Tiger Force Recondo. Hey! Uh, Python Patrol Officer Trooper, whatever. Uh, He's guy. half trooper, half officer, if you look at the build. And uh, Tiger Force Bazooka. All right. Love the missile launcher. Yeah, the missile launcher is great. It, it opens up in the back. And uh, let's see. Just in, just in the mail today, If speaking of 80s reminiscing. Ugh. Holy smokes. Yeah. That is big. It's yeah, heavy. <laughs> well, it's uh it's kind of a bookend to uh something I got last year. The Who's Who Omnibus. <laughs> so like, when I make jokes about how he knows where everybody's first appearance is, right? It's not a joke so much. Yeah. He just goes through at night and, and memorizes this shit. Are those the old comics, just hardbound? Yes. Or did they update them for like modern? No, no, no. Stories? This is basically this is the uh, the the handbook of the Marvel Universe from the from the mid '80s, the deluxe okay. edition. And then, uh... that who's who one is from the what mid '80s to the early '90s. Uh, yeah, mid '80s into the early '90s because the update um, things are in there too. Because you know, they did already got two Batman on the cover, the premonition. Well, in those days, there were there was the Earth 2 Batman who had been in operation since 1939, and the Silver Age Batman, which is the Batman on Earth 1. Mark, Mark is uh, Mark hates the Justice Society. I yeah. just, I just He's, hate multiple realities. The Justice Society is awesome, I think it's lazy booking, so to speak. Uh, no, we, it's not. We we ignore you on that front, Mark. Ignore yeah, it. All right. I'm. I can I be will, in the minority will, when I'm right. I will get you a copy. Like I said, I will get you a copy of the All Star Comics from the '70s, and you will change your change your mind. Only if it has like five Supermen, because that'd be even better. It does. Oh, all you got in. huh? Is that all you got in? Yeah, that's all. I got. All right, that's let's, enough. Let's let this smart ass tell us what he got in this week. Yeah. Well, I got a special uh, uh, care package uh, from Target through the ears Aries, uh, but I haven't opened that just yet. So technically, I didn't get it in yet until I crack it open. But I do want to give uh, Hasbro Pulse uh, some kudos this week because I got a rather squished box Ooh. Uh, sitting on the doorstep. And let me crack this bad boy open. And, oh, yeah, there's... Kind of a squished Ooh. Python Patrol Cobra. Ah. Good thing you're an opener. I am an opener, but this is kind of the. Uh, that's not the point, right? Like normally they pack their stuff really well, uh, mm -hmm. and in this case they didn't. So I haven't had to do a, a customer service thing, but I did it. I'm like, yo, my 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 box came crushed, and uh, the figure came crushed. And they said, sorry that happened. Can you send us some photos and the picture of the label? And so, yep, here it is. Send it to them. And then they didn't they didn't respond to that. The response I got was simply, hey, you have a shipment in the mail. 
And okay, and then it said, "We're really sorry this happened. Uh, new figure coming your way. Feel free to keep or donate uh, your damaged figure." Uh huh. So it was like a two-day turnaround. So that was my first experience with, and I've had experience with Hasbro's customer service before once or twice, and it's been quite good. But you really can't get much better than this. We're sorry it happened. New one's coming. Keep the old one or give it away. Cool. So now I got to imagine they're going to flag your account if every figure keeps coming in damage, sure. right? Yeah. But sure. this is the hey, first look, time I've reached out to them. They made it right right away. So look, you, they asked for pictures and you sent them. Yep. Yeah. So proof's in the pudding. Dig it. And other than that, just because I've been packing up stuff, I found a couple of customs, not mine, because these took a lot too much work. Uh, but I found my strong bad. <laughs> which, other than the tiny little head, is pretty awesome. And then uh, that, is, the, that is directly opposed to Strong Bad's gigantic head, right? And then uh, I guess the very first figure from Call Sign Longbow. Uh, that's the uh, Mark Weber action figure <laughs> that Troy McKee made at the uh, Loveland, Colorado JoeCon. Uh, one of me, one of Daryl, and at the end of the show, he gifted them to me and Daryl. So back when you had rippling abs, apparently. right? Well, and the, and the funny bit, like it even has like a Hasbro logo on the shirt. There's a tiny Steelers logo on my uh, show pass, and I don't I don't wear a wristwatch usually, but I wear a, like a wristband on that wrist because of a, a scar from my cancer surgery. So he even knew what was going to going to come out in the future. So. Troy McKee, salute. That's what I got in. To rewind real quick, uh, Martin Poirier says, uh, isn't there the same kind of Marvel Universe book for G.I. Joe? Uh, G.I. Joe did, uh, when Marvel is publishing, did put out a four-issue Order of Battle uh, series that is similar to a Marvel Universe. It really just reprints file cards, has some some art in it. Um, it's It's available in paperback. Good luck trying to track one of them down. Um, you probably have an easier time tracking down the, uh, the, individual, the individual issues yeah. in back issues. That's the debut of Rocky, right? Yeah. The the debut and final appearance, yes. Yep. Because in issue three of that series, that, yeah, we had to drop Rocky. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> he never has nor and never will be part of the G.I. Joe universe. Yeah. Well, you. While he was negotiating with Hasbro, Sylvester Stallone, Signed his likeness rights away to Remco for the Rambo line. So that was, they were not happy. No. So, Joe Colton, what you got in? I got nothing in today. Come on, bullshit. Come no, on. Seriously. Mm -mm. Nothing. How about the last three weeks that you weren't here for? Nothing? All right, fair enough. I've been working a lot. Like That's true. That's true. When are you going to buy stuff when? Uncle Sam's got you on the clock till midnight. Like I got, I like altered a, a coat and that was today. Like, that's why I'm like, this is what I got in. Just this <laughs> that I made. Right. That's uh, I'm a sad right. puppy this week. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We're, we're hassling you, but we understand. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's been a hell of a, hell of a 2023 to this point. So. Hopefully it uh, turns around and, and lightens up a little bit for you. You get to enjoy Katsukon next weekend. Yep. Fingers crossed. So, anyways, that does save us a little time. Uh, what I got in 
we'll we'll see it right here with cheap ass unboxing. Oh yeah. Uh, everybody loves cheap ass unboxing. Is child size proton pack, bro? <laughs> yes. Yes. Proton pack for classified series figures. Now we're talking. It's my selfie series Ghostbuster, a la Phil Donnelly. Careful. That's not a regulation box cutter. You hurt yourself. Wow, that's kind of weird. They're all packed in one side of the box. Huh. <laughs> but it's my Python Patrol stuff. It's it's bazooka and it's Ricondo. Yeah. And it's the Python trooper officer guy. Yeah. Dude. Uh, that guy. The green shirt guy. Python dude. I actually I, I got another one of him a couple of weeks ago at Target, but I, I forgot to show him off. So that's when I got in. No no new beachheads. We saw the same. We saw the graphic already. We're still at 60. Figured that was a good place to chill out for a couple weeks. Not too long, though. No, take some pictures. I, I did take a shot of uh, the last, the most two, the two most recent acquisitions, Joyriding and Rob Skystriker. <laughs> uh, but they weren't very good pictures. I got to try and try and get better ones. So uh, that, that's it for what we got in. Uh, why don't we real quick roll into shout outs? Uh, Racktime Rob, shout it out. All right. Uh, shout out to the studio audience, of course. Thanks for tuning in and watching. Shouting out to the poor guy who had to lift this. this right? Cool. You do reps of that. Right. Do <laughs> one of each hand. Yeah. The who's who and the, the mm -hmm. Marvel Universe. I, I came in with an armload of groceries and that was lying, laying up next to the door. I tried to pick it up with one hand and couldn't do it. That's it. <laughs> it sliding out. It was just like, oh my God. I, I was getting uh, UPS uh, updates on that. They had the weight. And it was just like, it's almost nine pounds. <laughs> 46 pounds. <laughs> 8.76 pounds. In, in the box, it was a little too big for my stubby fingers. Just a little too. Hey, Rob, you got something from Bricks, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's like, like the bricks from Father Ted just lying around. <laughs> no one understands that reference, but you and me. Mark uh, Weber, Mark Weber, shout it out. Uh, let's give a shout out to. Uh, uh, remember, remember my dad today. It's his birthday, so there you go, February tenth. Uh, and separate from that, uh, I'm I'm the bad boy because I got banned from Facebook for a week because I was. Spread the news too much about the Eternal Baseball All-Star Game. So uh, coming up tomorrow night, uh, we're doing it on Saturday. It was going to be on Sunday when we normally do it. And a guy said, uh, real quick when I posted it up, you know you're going up against the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> I went, or the Super Bowl is going up against us. Right. Depending on perspective. But anyway, so special Saturday edition of the Eternal Baseball Podcast, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we're at youtube.com slash at Eternal Baseball, uh, the new summer classic. And only seven players have been uh, all-stars in all three seasons of Eternal Baseball, including uh, Yankees Joe DiMaggio and Mariano Rivera. So come check them out tomorrow night on the Eternal Baseball podcast. All right. That's it. Joe Colton, shout it out. <laughs> 
Louder. Take take yourself off mute. There you go. No, I did. Uh, my husband, because he's been making dinners a lot lately. The wrist lock, Wes Whitlock. Yes, he's been very good. And then... Um, Has he been making sea nugs? He doesn't know how to make those. Come on, um, dinosaur shapes on the cookie sheet. Come on. No, <laughs> no. Um, Ryan Mesler, who printed my the rose for my my uh, costume, and then my parents and the fans that join us every week. That's it. All right. It's gonna be plain and simple tonight. All right. Sounds good. Very tired. I'm going to give a a shout out, of course, to my co-host, to to Joe Colton, back after her long hiatus, just in time to leave us again. Uh, And of course, Racktime Rob and the honcho Mark Weber. Uh, Give a shout out to everybody watching at home live. We appreciate you showing up every night. We were up over 75 tonight. Uh, You know, just a great crowd for a week when nothing happened. We really appreciate you. Uh, If you're catching us on replay, we appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Um, All the times that you heard me imploring people to leave a comment. You can do the same. We want to hear all about your, you know, what got you started and what keeps you in this hobby. Uh, We want to hear all about your thoughts and your hopes and your dreams in our comments as well. Uh, Feel free to do so down below. Uh, Catch us on Facebook tonight. Be sure to leave us a a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy because we love little huggy guy. Uh, If you're catching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and, and, you know, subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get to 1,200 uh, we'd like to do it before the, the 14th, uh, or, or at least next week before you hear from us again. Uh, so let, let's let's uh, try and get that done, and that's not going to get done without you guys spreading the word and uh, and doing all those cool YouTube things. Uh, if you're catching us on audio, we appreciate you too. Please take a moment. Uh, even, if you, even if you're only an audio listener, get over to YouTube, subscribe to our channel. They already know that you're paying attention to us. You're, you're not... You're not keeping yourself off the grid by not subscribing. So please just click the button. Humorous on this, would you? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, that's, that's, that's about it. That's, that's what we got this week. I'm tired too. Let's get out of here. Uh, Let's all get up simultaneously and see who makes it. Right. <laughs> I think everybody beats me in this one. Ah! Uh, no. I don't know. Every time I've gotten out of a chair that I've been sitting in for a long time today, my back is spasmed. So, yeah. Right. Back, back injury, foot injury, two busted knees. I, I think everybody's getting out of the chair before I am. So, uh, for my co-hosts, Joe Colton, Rob Irizarry, and Mark Weber, I'm your, I, I, I'm, I'm the guy in the big chair. I'm Mike Irizarry. Uh, wishing everybody a great rest of the weekend and enjoyable, happy Valentine's Day uh, with your significant others if you got one. Uh, and, um, Enjoy the rest of your weekend. As our friend Vagon likes to say, stay safe. And if you can't be careful, uh, have a great rest of the weekend. And yo, Joe. Yeah.